This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, March 13th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Godlieb gets some initial support for top FDA post. Farms and ranches hit hard by Kansas wildfires. And Trump administration still undecided on support for TTIP. Scott Gottlieb, President Donald Trump's choice to head up the Food and Drug Administration, doesn't have a farm or food background. But industry groups are optimistic he'll be a good choice to run the agency. Gottlieb is a physician and former deputy commissioner for medical and scientific affairs at the FDA. And that's good enough for the nominee to get a thumbs up from the Grocery Manufacturers of America. GMA President Pamela Bailey said in a statement, his experience as FDA Deputy Commissioner and in other key FDA positions will enable him to quickly step into this important role after his confirmation. His appointment will be good for American consumers, the safety of their food, and the role of continuous innovation. Michael Jacobson, Executive Director of the Center for Science and the Public Interest, isn't quite so certain. While Gottlieb is well known for supporting speedy drug approvals, senators will need to pin him down on food issues during his confirmation hearing. Jacobson said the FDA has the authority and the capacity to save tens of thousands of lives each year by improving America's food supply. While having safe and effective drugs is surely important, eliminating the last of the artificial trans fat, reducing sodium and modernizing food labeling are measures that can help Americans from getting sick in the first place. Getting Congress to approve funding for FDA to implement the Food Safety Modernization Act should be one of Gottlieb's core priorities, according to Jacobson. Farms and ranches hit hard by Kansas wildfires. Thousands of cattle were killed. Hundreds of square miles of farm and ranch land were scorched as wildfires tore through southwest Kansas last week. That according to an account of the devastation by Senator Pat Roberts. Roberts said, quote, it tears at your heartstrings to meet with people who have lost their homes, ranches, and farms. To see one of the most picturesque Kansas landscapes turn to black and dust is jolting. As chairman of the Senate Agriculture Committee, the senator reassures farmers and ranchers that federal help will be available to those who lost livestock and homes. Trump administration still undecided on support for TTIP. When President Donald Trump meets with German Chancellor Angela Merkel tomorrow, there won't likely be much discussion of the Transatlantic Trade and Investment Partnership, or TTIP, a massive proposed trade pact between the U.S. and the European Union. The Trump administration still has not formulated a final position on whether it will take up negotiations on TTIP, carrying on where the Obama administration left off. White House officials told reporters on Friday. While Trump has repeatedly said that he prefers bilateral to multilateral deals, one White House official stressed that TTIP could be viewed like a bilateral pact because of the economic cohesion in the EU. The U.S. and EU have been negotiating TTIP for several years, and farm groups have high hopes that the trade relationship can be improved. The U.S. ran a $12 billion agriculture trade deficit with the EU in 2014. They're compared to a $16 billion agriculture trade surplus with the rest of the world. Trump official worries about foreign control of U.S. food supply. 
Peter Navarro, head of the White House National Trade Council, recently offered up a scary hypothesis to explain why foreign countries buy U.S. companies like Port Giant Smithfield. Navarro, quoted in an NPR story, suggested there are foreign plots to take control of important U.S. assets like food producers. He said in an article, suppose instead that it is not a benign ally buying up our companies, our technologies, our farmland, and our food supply chain, and ultimately controlling much of our defense industrial base. Rather, it is rapidly materializing strategic rival intent on hegemony and Asia and perhaps world hegemony. NPR also spoke to former USDA chief economist Joe Glauber. He stressed that the 2013 purchase of Smithfield by a Chinese company was a boon for the agriculture economy. He said to Iowa and the Midwest that's been a great purchase because suddenly our pork exports to China skyrocketed. As a result of some of the optimism created by that purchase, we're building two new packing plants and we're expanding our pork industry by 4 to 5% and its labor-intensive industry, so we're creating a lot of jobs. RNC wants feedback on farm subsidies. President Trump has said there's going to have to be a lot of trimming when it comes to the budget, but should farm subsidies come under the knife? The Republican National Committee is distributing a Budget for America survey asking what should be done about funding for everything from the United Nations to Obamacare. Included in the list, notably, farm subsidies and the Export-Import Bank. Under each topic, survey respondents are asked to choose from five choices on each budget item. Increase funding, keep the same, cut funding, eliminate funding, or no opinion. The survey comes on the heels of a budget letter released earlier this month from the House Agriculture Committee asking that funding not be taken away from any farm programs. Committee Chair Mike Conaway said on March 1, before the letter was sent to the Budget Committee, America's farmers and ranchers are in economic trouble right now. Net farm income is down 50% from where it stood just four years ago. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, March 13th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.